You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network Best of Episode. In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. One minute you're walking down the street, you're your mother's child, you're your classmate's classmate, and you're the little short dwarf dude, funny-looking Nanito, all the little names that they could come up with, half a man, this, that, the other, to, oh, my God, it's Mr. Bill. Can I please get an autograph and I mean, can you, can you just can you just wait, 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 wait right here real quick. Just wait, wait. I, 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 nobody believe I, they won't believe it. I'm like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I was always famous because I was short. People always pointed me out regardless. Mm-hmm. I was always noticeable. I was always noticed. So to be known for rapping was more like being respected for an art form, being respected as a human being with talent, mm. not looked at as the short man walking down the street or the short man that lives next door, but the artist Bushwickville. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That was different for me. That's the only difference is that I've always been recognized because I can articulate, you know what I mean? And I got through school because, you know what I mean, I pronunciate and enunciate, even though I went through stuttering for several years, because I went from Patois to English, mm. which was a major transformation in language, where you say one thing that means something to a language where one thing means many things. Stuttering enough, as I could say. But... um. The thing is this, though. I just want to let everybody out there know is that you don't truly know what you're capable of until you explore your talent. Right. You will never truly be happy until you find out everything you're capable of. And everything you're capable of could be beautiful and creative. It doesn't have to be destructive. It doesn't have to be despicable. It doesn't have to be disrespectful. It doesn't have to have a demeanor. But the best you is in you. And if you can't love you and you can't be happy with you, then you cannot be happy with or love anyone else because love has to come from in order to to receive love, you have to know how to give love. You know what I mean? So if you don't love yourself, there's no way you could have an affection for anyone else. You know what I mean? So misery loves company. Hmm. Just because I have stage four cancer... And we're going to see what the next 90 days of treatment do to find out whether it's going to be speedy or longevity either way. But I'm not looking for a pity party. This is my take on the whole thing. Let's go out and do a Bushwick outreach. I want to do a Bushwick and Friends concert with people like Mr. Rampage. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm doing you know what it. I'm saying? Yes, sir. With KRS-One. Yes, sir. Rock and Steel Smooth. Yes, sir. Nice and Smooth. Yes, sir. Head mm. OG and the Bulldog. Mm. Yes, sir. Main Source. Yes, sir. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Brand Nubian. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Golden Age. I mean, Buster Rhymes. Yes, sir. Yes, Buster sir. Rhymes, please get it together. You know what I mean? I am an East Coast cat. Definitely. It, I just so happened to help launch music in the South from another East Coast cat. Named mm. DJ Ready Red. Mm-hmm. He was buried in Trenton, New Jersey, not in Fifth Ward, Texas. Mm. You know what I mean? But 
even though we're East Coast bred, we're Fifth Ward fed. Mm. And that helped us to make the rest of the world know what we have to say and say. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful conundrum. You, you, know talk- I mean? so, you know, and all y'all out there, just dreams don't die. People do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just please understand that. As long as there's life, there's hope. A live dog is better than a dead lion. Do you? You talk about you talk about I didn't hadn't brought that up, but you talk about I know if you follow Bushwick Bill on his on his Instagram page or you follow TMZ or allhiphop.com or hip hop DX, any of the hip hop blogs, you know that, that Bushwick Bill has been diagnosed with, with stage four pancreatic cancer, which is a very, very difficult cancer to to to, to treat um and and survive how how are you feeling right now how are you physically feeling you sound extremely upbeat you're getting me pumped up i'm pumped because up. you're you're talking about hey i'm ready to hit the streets and and tour i've seen that you and the ghetto boys are, are trying to put something together just how are you feeling day to day within your treatments um to be honest with you the chemo Makes you feel like a car accident. I've been in those. Mm. You know, it makes you feel like if you've been shot, that's happened. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I I played rough tackle on on in, in the concrete jungle of Brooklyn, so it yeah. felt like all of that. Mm. You know, what I mean, I fell off of trains when I used to do graffiti. You know, what I mean, I got shocked by the third rail. I mean, it feels like all of that, mm. but daily, you got to sit there for eight hours and get this chemo treatment, this little ball that they attach to your juggler that they put right under your um, shoulder blade, mm-hmm. and um, they put this little ball on there for 72 hours. It's just dripping mm-hmm. radiation into your system. And when all that is taken off, you got to get a shot to make sure that your White cells do not com- deplete com- completely because they are destroyed from the chemo, but they don't deplete completely, and that your red cells don't deplete. So this shot's supposed to give you a boost to bring it back, a balance. I mean, and your body's confused. Your body don't understand any of this. You know what I mean? Just imagine if, if you could put yourself in a microwave for a hot 30 seconds and and then drink water and go pee, and it feels like, your urine is hot like a urinary tract infection. Mm-hmm. How would you like to go to sleep and drench your whole bed like if you have pneumonia and mm-hmm. wake up with hot and cold flashes? I mean, and then you catch fevers and colds, and doctors are telling you how delicate you ought to be right now because the radiation then broke your immune system down like someone who has um, immune deficiency. So you got to be careful of this and that. Check your environment. Be this, that, the other. And it's like, wow. Not only does my insides feel like they're raging against themselves, but then I don't know how to feel. My equilibrium is off. I've passed out before. It's like my temperature, I don't have one. I'm either really cold or really hot. You know what I'm saying? And Mm. I'm either completely miserable or I'm completely happy. But I notice when I'm doing music, Mm. nothing else matters. I notice when I'm talking to a homeless person and wanting to help them with something, nothing else matters about me. You know, I have to take the focus off of me. As long as I'm not sitting down wallowing in the woe with Bushwick Bill, so what? Bushwick Bill was born short. Bushwick Bill was born with a heart murmur. Bushwick Bill got shot in his head, died, and came back. Bushwick Bill has no excuses for living. Bushwick Bill just got to be happy that he's living. And if this is another example God wants to use Bushwick Bill for to show how mighty he is, 
and I'm going to let go and let God, but how do I do that? Keep living. Wow. I'm going to keep doing the things that are passionate to me. I'm going to keep doing the things that are important to me. Like, this happened to let me know something I never thought about before, and I want everyone out there to know this. We've all watched famous entertainers pass, whether rapper or otherwise, and we all realized they didn't have a will. They mm-hmm. didn't have a trust. They didn't set up nothing for the people that they loved. But when they was alive, they sure didn't know how to tell them that they loved them, though. But when they were gone, greed and everything else of the IOUs set in and the children are left behind. And the people like the mothers and the fathers and the sisters and brothers, nieces and nephews that that person would have cared about, they're all left in the wayside. Because the old records are going to sell. Please believe it. Mm-hmm. But did you leave any jewels for your kids to sell on their own? Did you leave a book behind, a memoir? What What are you doing with your time right now? Yeah, yeah, they gave you a clock that you could punch like going to work to 9 to 5. But what are you doing, Bill? Are you setting up a trust? Are you setting up a memoir? Are you doing things to where your kids have something tangible after it's said and done, whichever way God decides? Because at the end of the day, my life is not my own. I'm bought with a price. My life belongs to, to, to God. Real you know what I'm saying? So I didn't choose to be born, and I can't choose when I'm going to die. But I could trust and believe and know that this was an eye-opening moment to know that, God forbid, if something was to happen, I was leaving my kids naked. Hmm. I did not do anything to protect them. Yet, yet their dad was famous, but what did his name do for them? Hmm. And I read in the Bible where it says a wise man leaves his children's children, children something. So think about that one when you call yourself a loving parent. Hmm. Hey, man, I, I, I really, um, as we wind down the segment, I, I, I can't really add to that. I just wanted to thank you for coming on. Thank you for the inspiration. I'm not going to get on my soapbox. I will say this. A doctor told me in 2012 that I would never walk again. Um, I had a very, very bad illness. I had to take a therapy very similar to chemotherapy. Um, I was bed bound for over a year. Doctor told me that I had a very low survival rate. And if I did survive, I probably wouldn't be able to walk and live a normal life. And, and I'm still here. Uh, God has restored me tenfold. So, um, you know, like you said, you, you, you don't know when that, when that last day is coming. I mean, God, God is a healer Definitely. and he's a provider. Um, so we, we're going to be, we're going to be looking out for you, man. And in, in any, any music, any tours me, that, that me, you're doing, you're going to get Me and support. him actually got a new record coming. He already I said, right. me I and him. Y'all better be looking out. Oh, Seriously, it's that's coming real soon. Hooligans. Yes, yes. That's wonderful. And I want to say, I'm pray- I, I want to say, I'm praying for you, brother. Definitely. I love you to death. Definitely. You know, I love you beyond the world. I will call you when I'm done. I salute you, King. Salute. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Bushwick, for joining us. Thank um, you. Thank y'all for having me, man. Love y'all and. And God bless. And for all y'all that are tuning in, keep tuning in to this real show because they give real people opportunities to speak and they, they allow y'all to get the jewels. Much love to NBC Radio Sports for doing this. Salute. Wow. We'll Rampage be, in the building. I love you, boy. Building. I love you. We'll I'll be, be back. We will be back. I salute Florida you, Bush. Radio Network, love. NBC Sports Radio, Phoenix. Oh. Paragon. Paragon. Seven Studios. You are done. Fired. Do not show your face at the laundry again.
Stay away from Pinkman. Do not go near him. Ever. Are you listening to me? Or else she'll do what? What did you say? Stay away from Pinkman. Or else you'll do. What? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. This is your boy Rampage, first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Learn more about group insurance benefits with Engage It Health. Call to speak to an advisor today at 832-219-5829. Tell them that the Flatbush King sent you. He's the paragon of sports talk excellence. The Heisenberg of broadcast radio. The Wolf of Wall Street. You are listening to James Lewis III, host of the Lance J Radio Network. Yeah, 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 First Lieutenant oh. of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, yeah. Rampage, yeah. what's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of hyped right now. I got my dude on the phone, got, got my it. dude on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring him in. Man, let's, let's just go straight to it. We, go, got a, we, got a, we got a packed show yeah. this week. Got a lot of guests coming in. Got a shout-out to you, Rampage. Rampage has been, has been working the phones, has been reaching out to people that he knows in the industry. Yeah. And um, our guest, our first guest this week, is one of Rampage's people, like literally grew well, up around my, the corner from this brother. man. That's my big brother. Big brother, um, you know him from from his from his classic albums, classic cuts like "I Got It Made," uh, "The Mission," "The I'm Youngest the Magni- in Charge," "I'm the Magnificent," the, "The Magnificent." He was a part of Crooklyn Dodgers. Uh, you had him. On, you saw him on the cameo. In, in the Cosby Show, yeah, and then really one of my favorite cameos. He didn't say anything, but but he stole Raheem's girl in juice. juice. Like yeah, juice. Yeah, his, yeah, his girl yeah, got yeah. in the car, <laughs> and he was driving the car. Yeah, he had his he had his nice whip. So yeah, uh, a pleasure and a privilege to to have special Ed joining us this evening. What's going on, sir? Uh, thanks thanks for coming on the show, good brother. Yeah. Peace, 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 everybody. How y'all doing out there? Doing man. good, man. Doing good. How are you? Man, I'm blessed, man. Just celebrated another another uh, birthday. Definitely. So, Happy born day yeah. to you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And also my 30th anniversary of the Youngest in Charge album. First album. Yes, Classic. Sir. Yes, sir. Classic. Yes, sir. Yes. Just to, because, so just getting into it, 
I'm always fascinated. And when I saw about you, when I saw the unsung, so Rampage, when Rampage started doing the show and, and he did the unsung, he was like, yo, you got to check out the unsung. He was like, do you know about Special Ed? I was like, of course I know about Special Ed, man. I wouldn't be doing a hip-hop sports talk show if I didn't know who Special Ed was. And I saw the unsung. I never knew that you signed your first deal at age 15. I always thought that you were a little bit older than that because you carried yourself in a in a swag, more mature manner than a 15-year-old. What was it like getting put on at such an early age when really the only MCs that was out that was getting deals in New York that early was like cats like LL, what was it like just being so hot so early? Well, it was um, a feeling of accomplishment because that's what I wanted, man. I wanted to put out some hot music and have people dancing and singing to my music the way I danced and sang to other people's music. You know what I'm saying? I wanted people to be fans of mine and, and, and love the music the way I love music. What What kind of... Every time we have an artist on the show, I always like to hear about what influenced them to get into the game. I mean, a lot of people from New York said they grew up going to block parties and, and seeing the DJs and MCs rocking the crowd. Like, what made you want to, to be an MC? Obviously, you had the dancing skills at a young age. Anyone that's seen in your videos, you would be dancing and always have a team of people dancing in the videos. But what made you want to pick up the mic? You had a very unique flow and once again, to be a 15, 16-year-old when you put your first album out, really wise beyond your years, what 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 influenced your style as a as an MC? Well, just uh, studying music in general and, and when rap came out, following rap and, um, you know, my, the groups like Jimmy Spice, the Curtis Blow, Sugar Hill Gang, you know what I'm saying, Melly Mel, Furious Five, all that. So I came up with that. You know, I was born in the 70s, so mm-hmm. when hip-hop became popular, I was right there watching it, and I loved it. And then, you know, everyone kind of rapped to the record, so it became a point where we got a little older, and we started writing our own raps and kind of battling each other. And even Rampage, that's how I know Ramp, too, besides living two blocks, three blocks from my house. It, he was a MC coming up as a young kid too, and him and uh, Chris, bless Chris. The dead. Yeah. yeah, they God bless the dead. They used to run up on me, yeah. so <laughs> and, and I had to make sure I was on point because I ain't gonna have these little dudes running up on me talking about <laughs> woo, 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 you know what I'm saying. So I'm always ready, and and that's how I kept sharp, just going through the hood and choosing my battles and and keeping my skills sharp, and then that developed skill, man. I mean, practice made perfect. So you keep doing something long enough, you're going to be better and better at it. So I got to a point where I was like, let me make some records with, you know, let me go record this because everybody kept telling me, yo, you need to you need to go ahead. You, you good. You good. So I'm like, all right, well, let me go record then because that's, you know, that's the next step logically. Tell so us about... Young- I'm curious. Tell us about because the the listeners, me and Rampage do something that's very unique. We we do a sports talk and a hip hop crossover show on NBC Sports Radio. So not a lot of people doing this on a major network like we're doing. So our target audience really knows their sports. The people that listen to us know about the classic great MCs like yourself. But Spit a little bit about the battle rap mentality. Like you talked about Ramp rolling up on you and some of his people. 
back in Brooklyn. Why was it so important as an MC coming up to battle in the streets with other MCs to to gain notoriety and gain respect? Because that was how you gain respect in the streets other than selling drugs or mm. robbing people or mm. some other negative aspects. I mean, we, we chose something positive, and that's what right. hip-hop was about, was taking us away from the negativity and the gang violence and fighting in the streets to now dancing, battling, and rapping, battling in the streets. So we, we changed war into, into, you know, pleasure and money. Mm. We, create, we created an industry, and sure enough, came, they came right on in mm. and took it right over. Real talk. <laughs> but Real talk. It is what it is. Yeah, and, it is and, what it is. And as a as a kid growing up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, I I, I gotta say this: growing up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, and seeing Ed moving around with this jacket, and what what inspired me, Lance, was Ed had this jacket, this profile jacket. I think it was black and green. But I never, yeah, I, I, I didn't know what it was at the time because I was young. I didn't know if it was a record label or it was a brand because my dude always was rocking polos. Mm-hmm. My dude always came through the block. He was always fresh. He inspired me. I was that kid on the, I was, a, I was that kid on the BMX bike playing Skelly on the block. Like he would just come through, and I would just say, "Yo, man, yo, man, you dope." You know what I'm saying? You right. inspired me. I then mm-hmm. would open my eyes to my to my bro. I was I was watching this thing that we all watch in the hood called Video Music Box with DJ Ralph McDaniels, and I seen yep. the video. I seen I got I, I seen I got it made, mm, and I seen a classy. lot of people that we all know from the neighborhood in the video dancing and getting it on, and that's when I knew in my head I wanted to do that for real. And he inspired you inspired me, and and I tell you this all the time, you inspired me to really do it. And, and, and Buster said to me, if this is something that you want to do, let's do it because y'all was in the lead of doing it. But both of y'all influenced me, but you influenced me a whole lot being from around the way, and I love you beyond the I world. I love you too, little bro. I, I love you beyond that, the world man. because you, you, you helped me. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you gave me the insurance that I could do it because ain't nobody besides you, Chubbs, UTFO, Houdini, these are the... Uh, uh, these are the guys, Howie T, Backspin. These these are the dudes that influenced me. You know what I'm saying? And Ed, you set it off for me first, man. And you know that wow for the night came from you. You know what I'm saying? You created that That's love. You know That's what I'm saying? Love. And I had to and tell you know you what. That. And, yeah. and, and 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 this is the thing too. And this is about hip hop and and with, and how this helped us in the street. Like so, me and Ramp even though we got love for each other and we in the same hood and that is that that we coming at each other to battle respectfully mm. and it's a craft and I'm inspiring him because even if I'll give him a whooping and, and say come back harder mm. he he go home and he come back harder you should see Hit them, them coming back up the next day yeah. We're ready now. Yeah. But guess what? I'm ready now, too, because I know y'all coming back. You Real know what talk. I'm saying? So Real it, talk. It, it, iron sharpen iron. You feel me? Yeah, so true, true. It, it, it's that sort of inspiration mm-hmm. that gives you the drive and determination to be better because somebody told you. I might have even been. It's the way where when we battling, we disrespectful with it. Mm. So I'm disrespecting a man so much that he gets, you know, he 
he tight now. Now I got to get better. I got to do better. I got to be sharp. Right. Nah, we, I ain't having right. that. Right. So that's the type of inspiration also, even though it may be looked at as we going against each other or is right. negative. No, we building each other up strong. It's like you got two ball players on the court, mm. right? Yeah. Come on, man. And, they, and, they, they, and we at the park at 181 Park. If you wasn't exactly. out there, you wouldn't even know what that is. Right, right. <laughs> So the, it was just a, on the, in the yeah. corner. You know what I'm talking about? That little hill. Yep. And, yep. and sports come up. Sports come up with hip hop. Everybody in hip hop is sports. Yep. I mean, we all been on the court, been doing this, been doing that, from football to every sport. Matter of fact, hip hop is about a culture and a people, and and these people do everything. So anything, whether it be sports, entertainment, otherwise, contracting, I don't care, real estate. The hip hop world encompasses everything. There's people from all walks of life. Wow, that's that that's dope. It's it's funny that that you talk about the I got it made video. Me and my cousin Marquita, shout out to my first cousin Marquita. We used to try to do the dances on the I got it made video on your TV raps on Saturday night. Like I remember doing that way way back the in the day man. in New Jersey, trying to do the Running Man and, and the do and the do all of them joints. When you really got hot, because cause Special Ed was what I mean. You was on the Cosby Show as as Rudy and Pam's crush. I mean, you really was 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 hot as a young heartthrob. What was it like just bumping around New York City with all the ladies, being that young dude mm. that was eighteen, nineteen? All the ladies had gold albums out. What what was that lifestyle like? Man, it was a it was like I said, a feeling of accomplishment, like a dream come true. Like yeah, like I manifested my destiny, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I wanted to attain and I went out there and achieved it. So my, my whole thing is if you go about the process properly and you have the required skill and capability, mm. you can achieve that goal. You know what I'm saying? So all, uh, you know, moving forward, like we had a, we had a black president and, and we can have a female president. We can have Definitely. any, we can do anything like that. We want to do as, of people as a race, the human race. You understand? It's the power is in with, within us. So, y'all got dreams. Y'all want to do things. You know, go for it. But go about it sensibly and realistically, because you still have to survive out here. You have to provide for your family. So, don't let a dream like put you out on the street. Make sure you still maintain your life and a lifestyle and your family, especially if you have children. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be like, yeah, I'm going to the studio to do this and do that and do that. Okay, but make sure your family is straight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you can maintain no before you go chasing dreams. And remember, there's always, not everybody is the star. There's a thousand jobs that are lucrative and you can monetize within the hip-hop industry it's a multi-billion dollar industry so mm. when you do the math you you know there's many ways to get it you get involved rampage the first lieutenant of the universal flip mode squad but at the same time like i said and me you know i'm 56 years old damn james lewis i'm sorry i'm sorry you are listening to the lance j radio network It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now, just a little more. The feeling someone's always there, just to show how much they care. The feeling you're not alone. Now. 
much to protect each day. Caring goes a long, long way. Nationwide is on your side. This is your boy Rampage, first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Learn more about group insurance benefits with Engagement Health. Call to speak to an advisor today at 832-219-5829. Tell them that the Flatbush King sent you. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to industriousoffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at industriousoffice.com. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the Black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. 